Hi everyone, welcome back for another blessful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I'm your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 202. This week's message is The Wife of Noble Character. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome. Thank you everyone for joining in for another blessful, encouraging message from the words of God. I, I pray that as uh, I'm getting ready to go into this message uh, for the week and I'm greeting you, my brothers and sisters today and welcoming you uh, in listening with anticipation to be received of this encouraging message. I pray that in doing so and in the moments of bringing this forth that all things are going well with you. That you're in a moment of truthful happiness. And that if there be anything negative, if there be anything that is not pleasant and honorable, that you switch your focus on those things that are. Those things that are pleasant. Those things that are, are harmony. Those things that are lovely. Those things that are truthful. Those things that are pleasant and blessful in that of the Lord. And I know you can say, well, bro, tell me, why, 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 why are you saying those things like that? Why, you know, for what reason and what purpose do you speak on this? And it's simple. My brothers and sisters, it's truly simple. I desire for everyone's life to be blessed. And I know in the midst of this uncertain, chaotic world that we're now currently living in, that that can seem almost impossible. But you know, nothing is impossible with that of our God. Our God. He's not an impossible God. He's a possible God. He's a definitely going to be on time God. It might not be on time as what we see and consider time to be. But he's going to be on time. And when he releases his blessings, when, when things begin to truly unfold and align in the way that he has spoken it to. Oh, listen to me now what I'm saying. It's going to be on time. You feel what I'm saying? It's going to be on time. It, it may be considered to be late according to what we look at time as being. But not according to what our God sees. Because everything is evolving according to his plan. Everything is unfolding according to what he has spoken to be. Hear the Lord shout out. So there's nothing that is out of time. <laughs> there's nothing that is over there is no lack. And any abundance is a blessfulness in abundance. You know, today, I was thinking this morning, and just looking at some things, you know, that has been transpired, that has transpired, and things that are really just unfolding. Just as I'm just laying there, man, you know, in my bed, and just looking up at the ceiling and just thinking to myself, I am truly blessed, you know, and it's not just a day that I have that thought come across my mind, my brothers and sisters, I, you know, that, 
that's a reoccurring thing. And the reason why is because the devil's always looking for a way to confuse you. The devil's always looking for a way to to send you in a depressing mindset. You know, he's always looking for something that will contradict what is good and blissful in your life. You feel me? He's always looking for a way to turn that ne that positive energy into negative energy, that 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 cleanseness, that pureness into toxification and drama. He's always looking. You feel me? So it's like you ask yourself, okay, what do I have going on? Just how 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 how, how blissful am I right now? And, and and sometimes you know we'll 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 allow ourselves to get so caught up in the situations that have unfolded before us that 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 circumstances have presented us that we we're not focusing on that we're not focusing on the blessfulness of that of our Father, thy God has released into our lives that has set along our journey as provisional blessings. And you've heard me talk about that before. You've heard me mention that before about provisional blessings. My brothers and sisters do truly know that that is true. But see, we focus, as I said, on our problems, on our troubles. We focus on the situation. We focus on these these circumstances that have come to a head to present a situation unto us. These These life-changing issues. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't focus on some things because, you know, situations, they need your attention. Life issues, you definitely want to take care of those and, you know, and, and, and keep yourself in a position to where you, your mindset is, is free, is in peacefulness. But my brothers and sisters, we also need to have an understanding of what is within that of our power and under our authority to be able to handle, to be able to deal with, to be able to have a solution to now we can't go on just letting things just constantly bother us and get on our nerves and you know and this and that and you know no 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 have a mindset of pureness have a mindset of peacefulness declutter yourself constantly <laughs> I I I mean constantly declutter yourself, uh, and, and and not just in that of your heart or your thoughts towards another person or of someone, uh, you know, sinful lustfulness or what you know or whatever that you know that is against that of the word of God, but also in that of your minds and the whole trueness of that of your spirit and your being because. The more you can keep yourself in pureness, you feel me? The more you're going to enjoy your life. Now, see that that may that may not resonate right now, but think about it. The more you can keep yourself in pureness, and when I say pureness, I'm not just talking about sin free. I'm talking about the more you can keep yourself in pureness of from tox toxicness, toxic people. People who always got drama going on. And you got some friends that are like that. And, and you know, and they, they they close and they near and dear to your heart. I know they are. You know, they're good friends. You've been friends ever since kindergarten. Okay, cool. You know, you they're your ride and die buddy. 
But my brothers and sisters, I'm not telling you to totally cut them off. Because I get it. I know there's some friends that are really just tight like that. You know, they're just tight like that. But what I am saying to you is there is going to come a moment when you're going to need to back up off that person. You're going to need to express yourself to that person. Tell them, say, hey, look, um, I'm, I'm, I'm about to take a step back. And they might not gonna you know know what you're talking about, but you know explain to them and say what I mean is that um, I'm just gonna take me some me time, and you know so if you don't hear from me, if I don't respond, you know to you you know you you texting me or calling me or whatever on a freaking on regular basis you know or as I used to. That doesn't mean that I'm totally letting go of our friendship. It just means that I'm taking some me time that is very much needed right now for me to be able to recenter myself, clear my thoughts, and get myself in a in a in a, in a peaceful mindset state. Because I just sense that's what's on my heart and what I need to do in moving forward. And if they're a true fan, if they're a true friend. They're going to understand, and they're going to honor that, you know, and they're going to tell you, well, okay, well, hey, you know, just reach out to me, you know, here and there and let me know you're cool or whatever, you know, and, and they'll let you do you. Um, it may be a little bit hard because if if you have that type of friendship where you guys are, all have always been communicating back and forth with each other, I mean, like, every day, then, yeah, it's going to be a little bit kind of challenging for them to to take a back seat and just let you do you. Uh, but if they're a friend, and when I say a friend, I mean if they, you know, stick closer than a brother type friend, then they're going to understand and they're going to give you that time. They're going to give you that space. You feel me? And it's not just friends that sometimes that is needed. That's in that of a, a, a bloodline as well, you know, when it comes to siblings, when it comes to uncles and aunts and you know you you, you you sometimes you gotta you know space yourself even even when it comes to your own parents man i mean sometimes you need some space and i get it you feel me as a parent myself i know that my oldest son for instance i know there's times when he, he you know he has to have his space and he may not respond back to me because he's in that zone, he's in that moment of vibing in his own space, and he's got some things that he needs to really just be focused down on, and he's taking his time to, you know, to be able to do that. And I ain't mad at him about it. You feel me? And I've only the only thing I have said to him in a situation like that is I said, look, just you know, keep me in the loop. You know, all I really you know I'm concerned is that you're doing okay, you're straight, you're good, you know. I get that you're going to have your moments, you know, I get that you're not going to always respond back to me, but just let me know what you got going on, let me know you're good, that's that's really the bottom line, because I keep them in prayer, I keep all my children in prayer, you feel me, I keep my family in prayer, and all I ask is just, 
every now and then you shoot out to me or text or, you know, give me a call and say, hey, you know, hey, how you doing, dad? Or, hey, how you doing, brother? Or, how you doing, uncle? Whatever, you know, you're good. I'm just, you know, just saying hi and just, you know. And I'm cool. I said, okay, hey, how you doing? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I said, all right, then. You know, well, hey, appreciate you reaching out. Thank you. You feel me? And I think when we do that, family, I think when we do that, we are showing that level of respect unto that person. That, hey, I value you as a friend or as a brother, sister, or or as a cousin or as a nephew or grandnephew or niece, you know, grandniece or whatever. You know, um, I value you and I respect, you know, what you're trying to do in your life and what you're trying to get get to. And so... I'm not going to take up much of your time. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, you know, we constantly want to know this and that and that and the other. And, and, and then when that person reach out to you, you know, they're saying the same thing. That, hey, I value you. You know, you're a positive force in my life. You're a positive energy in my life. You're always pouring into me. So I just wanted to touch bases with you for just, a, you know, even if it's only for like a few seconds. Just to let you know, hey, I'm good. All things are going well. I'm just, you know, taking some time to myself. And see, when they do that, fam, that's out of respect. Because they have respect for you. You feel me? And and, and sometimes, you know, I mean, everything ain't going to always be peaceful. I'm just going to be honest with you right there. And and, and see, when we, when we have that mindset going into relationships, that it's not going to always be peaceful, that there's going to be some disagreements. And I'm not saying you're going to be fighting all the time, you know, Throwing blows and stuff like that and, and cussing each other. No, I'm saying that there's going to be some disagreements. And when you have an understanding that, okay, there's a possibility that we're going to probably at some point given time in this relationship, we're going to have a disagreement about something. When you go into that and want to understand and knowing that that's going to be possible, then when that happens, you're going to be able to deal with it a lot better. You feel what I'm saying? And, and things are not going to get out of control. So when you have those days like I did today, and you sit and you say to yourself, well, everything's going good. You know, I've had some moments here and there, but you know, things are, things are, things are, things are really going, going decent. You know, I mean, we all, bottom line, and I said this in the last episode, uh, uh, episode before that, we, we all got some things we're going through. We all got some issues in our lives that, you know, that got us flying around in the wind like we're in a storm or something. You know, running around like chickens with a head cut off, as the old folks used to say. Uh, and we just got really got some things that are going on and are really playing hard on us, you know, trying to trying to put us in a, in a depression mind state. And, and we got problems we're dealing with. We got troubles that are going forth. And, you know, we got some situations that have come forth because of circumstances that have presented themselves. Bottom line, we're all going through something, fam. We're all suffering something, no matter how minute or how great it is. You know, to us it's tragic, and to others it may be nothing. But once we have an understanding of that, once we have an understanding of that, it makes it easier for us to face life each and every day and be able to get past those things that have uh, unfolded and, and help us to be able to manage them because see this is the thing god is not going to allow more upon you than what you can handle than what you can bear the word tells us that 
So in other words, that if something comes forth upon you, God's got you. Because he knows your level of strength. He knows, he knows the power that's within you. How does he know that? Because he's the one who instilled it in you. Y'all better come on and listen now. Get, get this right here. He is the one who instilled that power. It is his power that is in you. So he knows what you can and cannot do. And he knows for how long you can do it. You feel me? And he knows just how much authority you have over the power that is invested in you. Oh my God. Come on, people. Let's get this right now. So when we begin to assert that power by the knowledge that is bestowed unto us. Because see, when you assert the power, you're asserting the knowledge to be able to assert that power because you have the knowledge to know that you have power and how to assert that power. And you also have the authority, which is called authority, you know, to to control and to assert that power. So you have knowledge. The knowledge gives you authority. The authority helps you to assert and manage the power. Now, just, you know, have moments where you sit and you just think for a brief second. It ain't got to be long. I mean, you ain't got to sit there and go into meditation for hours on end. But no, just just take a moment to just kind of just think about some things. You feel what I'm coming from? Just think about some things. And, and, and just really see where you're at. And that of your walk, your relationship with God, and not just that, but see where you at and it relates to his plan. You feel me? You know, because if you know you have an assignment that's laid upon your heart to carry out, and you know that you have been bestowed a gift, and you know what that gift is, and matter of fact, you're walking and you're forming that gift, just take a moment, just, you know, take a moment and sit back and think to yourself, okay, well, what am I doing concerning what God has laid on my heart to do? My assignment. And then how am I using my gift to carry out that assignment? My brothers and sisters, I believe that if we take moments, brief moments, periodically, to self-evaluate ourselves, that We are doing what is considered to be moving forth in that of righteousness before God. We are, are, are showing a concern of how we carry ourselves and conduct ourselves. Uh, not just in the world and before the world, but before God. Because, see, the word already tells us that it's impossible to please man. So who do we really need to be trying to please? Who do we truthfully really need to be trying to please? Because it's impossible to please men. That doesn't mean, you know, go out and just be all hell Mary type, you know, just whatever, whatever. But that just simply means that not everything that you do is going to be pleasing unto man. Matter of fact, nothing. <laughs> because you'll do what is told and showed unto you to do it and it's going to constantly be, oh, well, you know, do this, and, you know, do it that way, do this, do that way, do that way. 
But see, God, when you show an ounce of concern, when you show a little bit of favor towards someone, when you show some compassion, some humility for some people, guess what? God is pleased. God is pleased. When you stop what you're doing and drop everything you're doing to make sure somebody else is okay and you follow through on that, guess what? God sees that. He is pleased. Now, man, on the other hand, he might see that, oh, okay, yeah, whatever, okay, yeah. He doesn't see the, 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 the truly goodness that is developing in you and evolving in that of you. Oh, he just did that. Just to get some attention. Not really. You know, and there's times I've done things and it's not it's not to get attention. I've done it because at that moment, I just happened to be the person that was there. I seen it, and it came across my thought, get that person a hand. You know what I'm saying? I did it just not too long ago. Today. So, I think that when we speak things to be blessed for in our lives, when we speak positivity, because you got to remember... The word tells us that there's power in that of the tongue. Life and death is 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 able to be spoken and to be and to be dealt out or, or, or released out from that of your words that you allow to roll off your tongue and come out your mouth. You can bring forth blessings or you can bring forth a curse. You can edify somebody or you can condemn them. So, with that being said, what do you prefer to do? Because, see, remember this now, along with that, that as you're speaking words, you're also condemning yourself. So, if you're speaking bad and ill of someone, guess what? You are speaking bad and ill of yourself. Because those very words that you use... The way you treat that person is going to get pulled back into your life the same way over the same measure that you give out. So, you know, it's just like I talked about the other day, you know, do good, speak good, you know, do good things. It's not easy all the time, I know, because there's some people that really, you know, are treating you like crap. There are people that you'd rather not have anything to do, you'd rather not associate with them. Because you know that, you know, you, you, you're eventually you're going to, you're going to, you're going to flip. You know? And, and you're going to probably go off on them and say something that you otherwise would not like to say or otherwise would not say. You know? And, and that's just a showing that, you know, hey, okay, I need a little bit more work on self. But not only that, we, bottom line, my brothers and sisters, we're human. We're in a human body. We're in this human, we're in this fleshly vessel. But guess, get this here. Get this. We're spiritual beings. And in that of being a spiritual being, we have the power and we have the authority over the power that is in that of us. That has been instilled, that has been invested in us by that of our Heavenly Father. So, if we put ourselves in alignment in that of the Spirit, we will not only be in alignment of the Spirit, but we will flow with the Spirit and we will be governed on the Spirit. And we will less likely do some of the things that the flesh would do. 
Well, we know this knowledge, but we don't always assert it. We understand it, but sometimes it's not always clear to us. That makes sense to you. That's because the devil's trying to confuse you. He's always trying to play with your head. You know, you do know that that is his battlefield. It, your mind, that is. Is the battlefield of the, of the devil. So, when you sit and you wonder why you have these mixed thoughts going on, that's one reason why. Because he's playing with you. He's trying to get you all thrown off, off point. He's trying to get you off center. You feel me? But when you put yourself in a point, in a, in a position of where you have nothing but positiveness feeding into you, and you and you and you and, you, and you're pouring out positivity, you're pouring out positive energy, strong energy. The devil gonna play with you still, but it's gonna be to no end, to no avail, because it's gonna be like it's gonna be useless. It's gonna be in vain because there's gonna be nothing that he can do. But I laid there today, this morning. I'm just thinking about some things. You know, I had some things running through my mind on, you know, the last day, you know, yesterday. And, you know, and thinking, just running through my mind. Okay, what's, what's you know, what I got going on today. I know I had to get up and get myself prepared to go ahead and start, you know, uh, getting ready to record for this week's podcast. And then also I know I had some other things going on that I needed to uh, address and some things that I wanted to work on. And then with that, though, I'm thinking about other people, too. I'm like, okay, what they got going on today? And uh, I'm thinking about, you know, man, that would be nice to have an opportunity to spend some time with that person or this person. Um, you know, and it's just different things going through my mind. And just really just looking over my day and seeing what all I had planned to do today and what all I wanted to get done. These last few days was, in some, in some ways, disappointing. Because I had some things take place, uh, or I had some, some plans that didn't transpire in the way that I was hoping that they would. You know, uh, but I also remember that, you know, the word says that. <laughs> That man may have plans in his heart. You know, we may plan things. We look upon the paths and that of our heart to do things and go here and do that. But it's the Lord that ushers our steps. So in other words, you know, and I'm paraphrasing that. But in other words, basically the bottom line with that scripture is what it's saying is that we can plan all day long. And we do. We plan and we have things, you know, and our, you know, desires on our hearts to do this and do that and plan that and plan that. But the ultimateness of that, the reality of that, the bottom line of that is the Lord ushers our steps. Meaning that things are going to take place and transition in a way that God has it laid out for us. We may want this to happen, but it's, it can transpire this way. And we be sitting like, man. Man, that sure didn't go off the way that I had envisioned it. No, because God had a hand in it. 
And, and sometimes when things happen, we think that, oh, you know, yeah, that's yeah, cool. But a lot of times that's just us manipulating what God had set in place. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think y'all caught that right there. A lot of times when things go down that we do have planned, Think about it now. A percentage of it now. I'm not saying all the time, but a percentage of it. It follows through because we sit and we nip manipulate. And what I mean manipulate is that we won't take no for an answer. We'll keep trying to find a way to make it happen. But in reality, it's not what God wanted to happen. And then when we start having problems and issues, and we be like, why am I having problems? Like, why is why is it? Because it was not meant to be. I think the more that we are that we can allow ourselves to be surrendered over to God and His plans for our lives, I think the more that we will find we are prosperous. You know, I just thought about that. And it's like if we can really get ourselves under control to where we're removing self out of the equation a lot of the times instead of asserting self into the equation even more than what we already are I believe that we'll, we, 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 we give way for God's fullness for the fullness of God's plan to truly take place in our lives see think about it like this my brothers and sisters we all heard about process, right? We all heard about the process. And you even heard when people say, oh, trust the process. You know, that's something I had started. I'm not the first one who said it. You know, I did, it, I, it didn't originate from me. But trust the process. And see, when we trust the process, we don't just trust the process. But we have an understanding that with that process, there's a part that we play. In that process. And when we do our part. Then we can fully trust the process. Because now it's on God. <laughs> and see. The key thing to that. What you got all. What you really truly have to understand. Oh, hold on now. Listen to me. Get quiet. You sitting down. Let's go ahead and sit down. Go ahead and sit down. Because see. You want to need to hear this part right here. Go ahead and have a seat. I'll give you a minute. Okay, you're sitting down. Now, check this out. Now, you have the process, right? The process is, a, is, is, is the movement of things taking place in order to get from A to B or in order for this to happen and unfold, blah, 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 blah. Okay? So now you have the process. You hear people say, trust the process. So you say, okay, I'm going to trust the process. And you say, but you know what? I know that I have to do something. I know I have to do my part. So you do your part. You do your part, okay? You 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 know what your part was. You don't pray about it. God laid on your heart what you needed to do, so you did your part. Now you did your part. So now you sit back and say, "Okay, I'm good now. I trust. I'm in full faith because God got it from here." <laughs> but this is a kicker. This is a part I want you to sit down and receive right here. God already had it done. See, y'all didn't get that right there, did you? See, some of y'all, sometimes, not all the time now, 
Y'all thinking that God's waiting on y'all all the time to do anything. Now hear me now. Catch what I said. Y'all thinking that God is waiting on y'all before he do anything. That's not always the case. My brothers and sisters, do understand that if God knows your life, just as it is a book laid out in front of him, guess what? It is. And if that be the case, oh my God, everything that needs to be done has a process and there's a process for everything to get done. So if you are, if you have to trust the process, and you know that you have a part in that process. And you do your part. You relying on God to do his. But did you know that he already did his? <laughs> so you're not waiting on God. <laughs> and sometimes God not waiting on you. Because see, what needs to be done is already done. Y'all ain't getting it now. See, God not waiting on you before he do anything. What he need to do is done. If God waiting on you for anything, is he waiting on you to get it? <laughs> he waiting on you to get it. He not waiting on you to do what you got to do so he can do what he got to do. No, he already done did what he had to do. He waiting on you to get it. Meaning he waiting on you to understand, to grasp the knowledge. And then when you grasp the knowledge, he's going to say, bless you, my child. <laughs> and then what he's going to do is he's going to reveal to you that it's done. Y'all ain't go oh, come on somebody get this right now. Now see when I say reveal to you, meaning that he's going to open your eyes, removing the carnal scales, <laughs> so that you could see in that of the spirit that it's done. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Because see... <laughs> Just like it says, whatever bind in heaven is bind on earth. Whatever is loosened in heaven is loosened on earth. So when you speak a thing, God's got that petition. And God's honored that petition. But see, there's things that you got to do. You're sitting there, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing this, you're doing that. And God's going to say, I'm going to see if they got it. I'm going to see if they truly got an understanding of this. And so he has already did what he's going to do and what needed to be done. He's sitting waiting on you to see, not to wait on you to do your part, but he's sitting to wait and see if you got the knowledge. And then when he sees that you have gotten it, then guess what? Boom. Bless you, my child. He then removes the carnal scales off your eyes so you can see that it's already been done. So what you seeing is not a current manifestation of the blessing taking place. What you seeing is an after manifestation of the blessing because it already don't been done. <laughs> Y'all like, oh Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, the rosi Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm, 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 mm. 
See, we he got bullshit out of us. See, Kumadaram eat this shit. We think that a lot of times we're flowing in the current. We're flowing in the here and now. Come on, my brothers and sisters. A lot of times we're behind because we are in. We're in. We're shit. I'm like, let me slow down. Let me slow down because it's coming to me. A lot of times we think we're flowing in the current. We're flowing in the here and now. But we're not flowing in the currentness of things. We're not flowing in that of the here and now of things. We're flowing in the afterness of things. Meaning that we're flowing in the carnalness of understanding. Because see, get this now and know that the word tells us that our thoughts are not his thoughts. Our ways are not his ways. You feel that? So meaning that you may sit and perceive a thing here as it is in this worldly world, but it is not perceived the same in that of the spiritual realm. Oh, man, I think I'm about to lose y'all. Let me sleep. <laughs> Ooh, what you're seeing sometimes is an after occurrence of what has already happened. <laughs> mm. And since you were able to perceive as God was desiring you to perceive, he has released the carnal scales off your eyes. And now you're seeing, you're seeking, you're seeing, you're visualizing things in that of spiritual discerning. So, and you see, oh God, don't bless me. My, my brother, my sister, God already blessed you. He was just waiting to see if you're going to figure some things out. You get what I'm saying? Now, this is not 100% of the time. Sometimes God is waiting on you to do what you need to do. Sometimes he is. Sometimes he is waiting on you to do your part. But it's not. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Holy Spirit. It's not so that he can go ahead and do what he got to do. Because like I said, a lot of times God already don't made it happen. He already don't made it so. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Spirit. My brothers and sisters. I know that sounds a little bit confusing and it might be a little, you may say, oh man, I don't believe that. That, that you just reaching there, brother Tim. I don't believe that. That's too, that sounds too far-fetched. I don't think that's how it goes and this and this and this and this. Well, look. That's your prerogative. I, that's your prerogative. But as I have told people all the time, receive the messages that come forth with an open heart and open mind and joyful spirits. The reason being is because there are going to be some things presented unto you 
that unless you have an open heart, an open mind, and with joyfulness spirit, you ain't you you you're not gonna get it. You 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 will not be able to perceive it so that you can receive it. But if you have an open heart, an open mind, with joyful spirits, you're gonna perceive a thing, and you're gonna receive that thing, and it will walk out in your life, be carried out in your life with greatness. With greatness, with abundantness. You feel what I'm saying? I can't come up to you and say, here, bro, and give you a blessing, a monetary blessing. If you're standing there with your hands closed, you close-fisted, and not on top of that, not only are you close-fisted, but you got your arms crossed. I can't put no kind of monetary blessing in your hand. You hear me? In your hand. Because, see, I know some of you say, well, you know, you can lay it up there on my on my arm. You know, you can stick it in between my arms. And, you know, and I, when I, when I unlock, un, unlock or un, exchange my arms, then as it's falling down, I could grab it. Now, if you got closed fists, you can't. <laughs> you have... <laughs> I know that probably went by y'all right there, but... <laughs> Listen, sometimes we're trying to receive some things, and we're not truly all open to receive it. And what I'm really meaning by that is that we haven't put ourselves in a position to be truthfully receiveth of what it is that we're trying to receive. Let me say it to you like this. You have your hands, your hands are closed. You have closed fists, what they call, that's closed fists because your hands are closed, it's closed fisted. Then you stand there with your arms crossed. So your your hands are closed, a fist, you know, in a fist, and your arms are crossed. So if I come up to you and say, hey, how you doing, brother? Good, good, good afternoon, sis, how you doing? I'm good. Uh, listen, um, I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to, to 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 transfer something to you for a minute. I I just I I wanted you know it's on my heart to bless you. Oh well, thank you, bro. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I reach out my hand and, and to bless you, but you still standing up close fisted and arms crossed, close fisted and arms crossed. But I reach my hand out to bless you, and what I'm reaching my hand out to bless you with is a monetary blessing. And, and 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 you know, thank you, Holy Spirit. It didn't even gotta be a monetary blessing. It'd be I could be finna give you a key or keys to something blessful. I may be finna give you a piece of paper, maybe a deed or a title to something blessful. I may be able to finna, I might be finna give you a check to something blessful. Bottom line is this is when I reach out to give it to you, you're still standing there close fisted. Arms crossed. Now, I reach out and I'm waiting for you to accept. And when you accept, what do you do? That means you reach your hand out, open to grab it, right? But you're not doing this. You you unfold your arms, but your hands are still closed-fisted. So, now, you've made yourself partially available to receive. But not fully available. Meaning that you're still going to miss it. The blessing's still going to go right through you because guess what? You're not 
openly receive it in the way that you need to be in order to catch that blessing and secure it into your possession. So that's what I mean when I said earlier that you need to be all open, mind and heart with joyfulness. Joyfulness represent gratefulness, gratitude. Oh my God. Your heart is open. Guess what? Humbleness. And with your mind, you conceive to the authority. <laughs> Meekness. Come on, people. So my brothers and sisters, I'm finna go ahead and bring this thing to an end here because I'm kind of getting close to an hour. I'm working on keeping my podcasts, keeping them a little short, but you know, hey, it's just sometimes, man, that, 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 the, the word that God lays upon my heart to release unto you is abundant. And, and although I desire to keep my time short, God is still laying upon my heart, is still placing things upon my heart to speak unto you. And as I am maneuvering through to receive what it is that he wants me to speak to you with clarity and accuracy, my brothers and sisters, it's going to take some time. Meaning that it could run into some time. And, you know, I, I, I do what I do to be obedient. Bottom line. But I want you to get this. I want you to get this. In life, each and every day, take a second, take a minute or two to pause, to reevaluate yourself, to reevaluate the situations that have transpired and unfolded before you in that course of that day, or even maybe sometime the day, the day that has passed. And I know you say, well, no, we ain't supposed to dwell in it. That's not dwelling. That's not dwelling. Dwelling is when you constantly think about it. You constantly let that thing lay upon your heart. That's dwelling. When you just take a moment to just do a quick review of what has happened, that's not dwelling. That's analyzing and, and checking things out to see, okay, did I make a mistake here? And just, you know, realigning yourself. Cleansing yourself. That's what that is. That's not dwelling. Okay. So when you do that, Keep in mind that peacefulness is obtained when you can let go of things that hinder you from having peace. <laughs> True peacefulness is obtained when you let go of the things that hinder you from having peace. Because one cannot have peace unless they truly desire to have peace. You must first open yourself up and release those things that hinder you from having peace and accept peace. Once you accept peace and you don't surrender to that, letting those things go, you're going to be in peace. <laughs> Bottom line is this. If you got somebody in your life that's chaotic and they just constantly have drama and they keep bringing that drama to you and they just this, this, and so and so and you like, why do they keep involving me in this? Why do they keep this? Why do they keep... Guess what? You want peace? Much as I hate to say it, you're going to have to begin to start shutting them down. 
And yes, it is true that God will not bestow upon you or lay upon you or let come upon you more than what you can handle because he already know what you're equipped to handle. He know your strength. So if you got somebody presenting you with drama and going on, whatever, whatever, um, if you ain't went crazy from it, if you ain't went off on it yet, I think it's good to say that you, you're strong enough to handle it. Do you want to handle it, though? That's the thing. And that is your choice. Because, you know, he has given us free will. So it is your choice as to whether or not you want to handle it or don't want to handle it. It's not that you can't. It's whether or not you want to. And we do make choices to not handle some things or not do some things that we otherwise can. But because we say, you know what? Mm -mm, nah, we ain't doing this no more. And you made that choice to just mm, nip it in the bud. I have done that. And I will be honest with you. There are some moments that I think to myself, well, I should, I, maybe I should you know, keep a little contact, or, may, or maybe I should every now and then reach out to this person, make sure they but then there's always that little something that will say, no, hold off, and I'm going to be honest with you, I do believe that your spirit, if you are, are doing what you need to do, and you're working to align yourself with that of your spirit, to be governed by the spirit, your spirit will govern you, because the sympathiness of that of your flesh, the the, the the weakness of your flesh is going to want to give in. But the spirit is going to be like, no, we're not doing that. I told you, wait. So, it's all about finding the balance and, and finding out what you need to do in order to, to have that balance and keep that balance. It's all about really surrendering yourself to God and being really a hundred percent in 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 releasing your life so that you can be governed by the spirit. Because it's gonna be the spirit that you're gonna be in discerning to 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 allow you to make choices, to allow you to 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 speak knowledge. And that's going to bring peace. You know, the Lord says that, you know, my peace, I leave unto you. My peace, I give you. Not the peace that the world gives, but my peace. But see, he, he, he bestows it unto you. But there's some things you got to do to only really, truly, fully receive and walk in that peace. You can't have the Lord's peace, and but you over here dealing and, and socializing and breaking bread with chaos. <laughs> you, you're not going to be in completeness of peace. Because you're sitting there running back and forth between you, you're not. And you say, oh man, you know, I don't understand how some people can be at peace. And you know, the Lord says he's not in peace, and I, I can't believe it. Because you're trying to hold on to chaos. Let chaos go. Leave chaos alone. Walk away from chaos and let drama lay where it lay. You feel me? Pick up that peace, man. The Lord's peace, that is. He already on the bestowed it to you, so all you got to do is just step into it. Truthfully. And once you truly let go of all that other nonsense, negativeness, energy, it will cover you. It will clothe you as it was intended to do. 
Amen. Diedoroshimara. Diekabasi klurum itur shibadaram idrai dara uku shibadaram isitai klu. Vusikum idarum isitari. Kabadaram isitu vusikla maidaram isuru udaram edara ikisharana. Vusikludaram i vusikladaram aidaram itisklu. Diedoroshi badaram evi itasi eyanu uvsila. Eki daram usikla daram oboshidaralen edara sutugi badaram iha. Gabosinia darum, O Heavenly Father, blessed be, for thou art glorious and wonderful, magnificent and majestic are thee. Thou works, mm, thou works. If only we had an understanding of the goodness of that, of the way you flow, the blessedness of that, of your presence. Weird more than what we can imagine. But Father, I thank you for the blessedness that you release into the lives of that of your children. I thank you for that you see me worthy to bring forth your word and to speak it unto those that have an open ear, who minds are open, who hearts are open, and are in joyful spirits to be received. I pray that those that are listening are in that category. I pray that they have humbled themselves in such a manner with meekness so that they can not only proceed but receive and allow what your word come forth, my God, to do, be carried out in their lives. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your blessings and I pray for my brothers and sisters to not just be perceiving and receiving but to be in humbleness and meekness to take that time and that moment to really truly analyze and perceive the things that are taking place in their lives so that they can adjust themselves accordingly to stay on track, to stay in the flowness, to stay on that path of narrowness into that of your kingdom that our Lord and Christ has spoken of. Father, this world is so uncertain and grows more uncertain by the day. But we know we serve a certain God. We know that you are blessed and faithful. There's nothing about you that's uncertain. There is no shakiness when it comes to you. There is no manipulating nor deceitfulness. So Heavenly Father, we thank you. We honor you. We give thee praise. And we worship unto you. In the blessed and glorious name of that of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. Amen. The Wife of noble character. A wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and likes nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it out of her earnings. She plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable 
and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand she holds the distaff and grass, the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them, supplies the merchants with slash. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you suppress them all. Charm is deceptive, and beauty is fleeing, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Man, you know, my brothers and sisters, I think that we overlook a lot of things and not always because we don't see it, we don't sense it. Sometimes I believe it's because we, we, we just want to, we just want to overlook we don't want to get recognition where recognition is due. We don't want to get credit where it's earned. And when it comes to our sisters in Christ, we, 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 we need to get credit. Because a good woman, a good God-fearing woman, I don't know, guys. <laughs> I, I, I don't know a man that doesn't truly desire a good God-fearing woman. I don't know a man that does not desire a, 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 a wife of noble character. I mean, I do. I desire one now. So much has changed down through the years. And this world of society has weaved and woven itself into all the affairs of every household almost. And it tries to dictate and judge what is and what is not, what can and what cannot. Who should and who should not. It tries to dictate and manipulate how you are to carry out your life. With who, when, when, and for how long. You know, my brothers and sisters, I'm going to be transparent with you. Oh, how I long for the day 
for the blessful woman that God has bestowed upon me as my wife to be before me. Now, I'm, you know, yes, I have been married before. Blessful marriage. I had some wonderful times. I have some good memories to hold on to from that. That I will cherish for the rest of my life. But I do know that. In the ending. In the separation of our marriage. That it was not meant to be. For as long as what I desired it to be. And I wish her well. I pray. And I lift her up. All the time. Unto that of thy heavenly father. Thy God. And I will continue to do so. I hold. No animosity. I don't have any anger towards. And even when the moments may come. And arise. or Because oh you know I might remember what. She did or didn't do. Said or said or whatever. I quickly dismiss it. No not today devil. I've already put that before God. I've already laid that down at the altar. And my my forgiveness, it stands firm. But you know, sometimes we, we for whatever reason or another, we find it hard to put some things behind us. We find it hard to forgive people. And we say no because they doing they they always doing this right here and that's why I can't I can't never forgive them for that I can't no you choose to not forgive you can you just choose not to but as long as you continue to choose not to you're not only as you may think holding something over that person but you're binding yourself as well because you're hindering your blessings. So that word forgiveness is more than just a word. If you think it's not, then go back to the episode where I talked on it. Where I said forgiveness is more than just a word. And, and, and learn about that. Because I'm reading this passage here from Proverbs. And a wife of noble character. Like I said, I don't know of any man who does not desire a wife of noble character. And the things that I I, I I read in this passage, I'm pretty sure that there's some brothers out there that will agree that yes, they will they they yeah. Their wife was doing some of those things. If their wife had that mentality like that. Oh, they will be blessed. It will be truly blessed. And let me say this right here, because I'm 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 not no marriage counselor. I'm not I don't have no degrees in that, I'm not experienced in none, no none of that. Disclaimer. Hear me now. This 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 is my disclaimer. I am not a couple therapist. I am not a relationship therapist. I am not a marriage therapist. I, I, I'm not no kind of therapist that deal with that. Period. And nor am I fully vested 
and experience with any kind of degrees concerning that of the word of God. What I speak to you is what I sense that is laid on my heart to speak to you. And I speak to you in quotations of that which is in the word. Meaning I quote unto you what is in the word. Letter for letter, word for word, sentence by sentence, chapter by chapter, book by book, period. So with that being said, I just, like I said, I, I, I know I desire a noble woman. Now, that doesn't mean that she got to be perfect. Because let's, come on, let's be honest, people. None of us are. Some of us may have more going on or may be living our lives a little bit better than others. Some of us may have a better hold or a better grip or better managing over our lives than others. And yeah, you know, if you want to ball it and break it down to, you know, to, you know, worldly things as far as, oh, yeah, you know, he, girl, he just looks so good. He just, oh, he's a fine young man. He just this. Okay, well, that's your business. <laughs> you know, I mean, if that's what, you know, what your eyes looking at, that's what your eyes looking at. But don't let that be all that you base your decision on. Period. And that's whether it be of that of a man or of that of a woman. Because, once again, we go back to the, what the word says. The wife of noble character. You can switch that and be the same thing. The, you know, a husband of noble character. Because I'm sure there's a lot of sisters who would love to have a, a, a husband. That is of noble character. That is doing a, a good handful of the things in the Bible that the word speaks of a man doing, a husband doing. You know, and I, I being transparent, I know I fall short. I'm not going to even sit here and try to hide it, you know, and, and be a fear of that, oh, no woman might want to be with me. You know, well, hey, if you don't want to be with me, that means that you're not, you're not meant for me. <laughs> yeah, I said it. If you don't want to be with me, that just simply means you're not meant for me. But our brothers and sisters, when having a wife or husband, now I know the word is, you know, this message really is, is centered around the wife of noble character. But I'm also going to say the husband of noble character. For my sisters. It is a blessed thing when you find that person. That. In that of your eyes. In that of your sensing. And your, your discerning and spirit. Is of like mindness. That y'all are on the same page. In a lot of things. And you can sense that that person. Is truly God sent. And not so much as you sitting there checking off the boxes. Oh, girl, he just, oh, he just, ah, uh, he just checks. He just gets every box. He got, every box girl has got to check. <laughs> not just that. 
And fellas, come on, man. Look, man, you talking about look here, boy, when I say she old, boy, she boy. Look, come on. God bestows upon us what he knows we need. And that word need being a key. That word need being a key. He knows what you need. You, 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 know, you know the scripture that says it talks about why you sitting worried about what you should wear, what you should eat. Does not God know what you need? Is your life not more important than the fowls of the... Is your life not more important than that? So, if God knows that, and he knows what you need, then if he presents to you what he knows is a fit for you, why are you tripping? But not just that, though. You know, I know, you know, that, yeah, we have free will and we can make a choice to... To receive or not receive. To accept or not accept. I get it. Okay. I have a friend and. Upon visiting this friend. We was taking a trip. You know. Um, we was taking a, we was taking a trip. We we actually wasn't. Well I say trip. But you, you can say a mini trip. But we, we, we were basically really. Uh, on our way to a service. A Sunday morning service. And we had a conversation, you know, a conversation came up about marriage, about if God has showed you and told you who your wife or your husband's going to be. And you know who that person is. God has showed you who that person is and told you that that person is going to be your wife or going to be your husband. And so you act upon that. You do what you're going to do or whatever, whatever. Uh, to begin to approach that person or begin to, you know, have some conversation or fellowship with that person. Now, God has also relayed to that person, okay, who their significant other is. And upon you making contact with that person, talking to them and you socializing or whatever, you, you know, fellowshipping with them. That person says to you, I know what's going on. I know God, yes, God has showed me that you are my future wife or husband. But I choose not to accept that. And it's not that I don't think you are an honorable person. It's not that I don't think that you're worthy. I just am not interested. And we've had that conversation. It's like, well, what would you do? You know, would you be persistent with that person? Say, no, God showed me. So, you know, that means that we're going to get together. Da, da, da. Well, that person has a choice. They can do or cannot do. And if that person chooses not to, there's nothing you can do about it. 
Because God has given us free will. So I was like, yeah, you, that's an interesting, yeah. I said, you, 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 you present an interesting debate, truthfully. I said, and yes, you are right. If that person does not want to, you can't make them. I mean, and be truthfully honest with you, if I wanted to and, and, and somebody else didn't want to, then, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make them because that would be a miserable situation. That person would, 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 would that person would just be miserable and would regret it and would regret you and hate you for, you know what I mean? So it's like, why would you put yourself in that position? So even if I had the authority to make that person, I, I, I don't see myself wanting to go through with it. I would have to really at some point um, just say, you know what? I get it. You know, you don't you, you, you're not interested because you don't you either don't want to be married or, you know, I'm not the one that you had your eyes on or whatever, whatever the reason or the case may be. Instead of living a life out of misery because you're not going to be submitted to me the way that you should be submitted to me. You're not going to enjoy, you know, I'm not going to enjoy time with you because you're not going to be wanting to enjoy time with me. So it, it just, the list goes on and on and on. So why? Why? But my brothers and sisters, we all, I believe, in that of my understanding and in that of my opinion, we all are seeking those who are desiring to be in a relationship and to be married. We are seeking and we do desire that noble person, whether that person be uh, a wife to be or a husband to be. And. I'm going to say this, if that's where you're at, just, just hang in there, hang in there. Cause I'm telling you that was told to me and nobody didn't really tell me this is just what I, what I, 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 I hear and sense in my spirit being said to me is hang in there, hang in there. So I'm going to relay that to you and say the same thing that your desires, your prayers, uh, they have not gone unheard. They haven't. Um, it's going to happen. And in some regard, it may have already been presented to you and you may have chose not to because you were unclear as one of that person. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. I've thought about it too. To myself, I've said, hmm, I wonder if God has already presented me but I was so blind and so caught up on something else or so caught up on someone else that I truly was not in discerning. But I'm going to tell you something about that right there. I, um, I've prayed and in my prayer for the blessfulness of a noble woman as my wife, I've also prayed that I would be in discerning of her presence, that I would know when she's near and I would not just know when she's near but I would know who she was 
and truthfully know who she was and that I would respond accordingly. Because, see, it goes back to me saying this, like I said before, you know, we could be in the midst of situations that were brought about because of circumstances, what happened or whatever, whatever. And we get caught up in those situations. And so we're not seeing fully or clearly what we need to see at the moment of time we need to see it. Uh, in other words, meaning we're not discerning because we're discerning in that of the flesh. You know, we're trying to discern things and see things in that of the flesh. We're not seeing it in, in, in that of the spirit. So we're missing the blessing. Blessing right in front of our face. I mean, literally. Literally. You're right in your face. Um, but you're not seeing it. You know, and, and you know, that old saying, like, if it would have been a snake, it would have bit me. Type thing. Um, God has provisional blessings in place. Well, it's the same thing when it comes to that which you have prayed for and that which he has for you as well. It's there. And sometimes it's presented to you and you, it's right there. But you don't see it because you're focused on something else. You're not discerning of his presence. Or in this case, her or his presence. So what do you do? You're looking everywhere else. And the funny thing to it, and I thought about what my friend said, that that person knows as well that God has said that you are to be their significant other. And so their feelings towards you may not be as strong as your feelings towards them, but there are some feelings there enough for you to be able to pick up on. And not only that, <laughs> enough for you to be able to pick up on before you know who they are. But then also, my shit, when you know who they are. But see, you're in discerning of in that of the flesh, not the spirit. So you don't know who they are. You don't know who they are. And then you're wondering to yourself, why is this person acting this way around me? Why is this person always looking at me like that all the time? But you don't pay it no never mind. <laughs> it ain't funny. It, it's always it is funny, but it's not. <laughs> you you know, you you like, why is this person looking at me like this? They always looking, why why what, what's what's up with this? <laughs> what's up with is that person know who you is to them. And they, you know, they know who you're going to be to them. And they know who they are going to be to you. But do you know? <laughs> That's the bottom line. Do you know? And not only that, do you know, but are you in agreement with it? Hmm. my brothers and sisters that notification was letting me know that it is that time in the show to bring forth the spiritual food for thought for this week um i was just thinking about something uh <laughs> not gonna share that but uh <laughs> um yeah the the spiritual food for thought for this week charm 
is deceptive, and beauty is fleeing, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Once again, spiritual food for thought for this week. Charm is deceptive, and beauty is fleeing, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Now y'all think on that one. Truthfully, let that be your spiritual food for thought today. Truthfully, let that meditate upon your heart and bring wisdom unto your soul. Amen. Because um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I, 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 I'm really thinking about that one too because I'm thinking about all the women that and I'm not finna call no names, so you know I'm not finna I'm not finna present nobody and and slash them up or nothing, you know. Not gonna do that. Um, but I am thinking about a few, you know, and certain 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 women that I've had the pleasure to to meet, you know, to encounter. You know, didn't have no kind of relations with or anything like that. I didn't have no uh, long term fellowshipping with, but just someone I've met. You know, briefly here and there for a little bit of time. And there were some things that were revealed to me about that person or persons that made me decide within myself that, no, I'm not going to pursue that. Um, and I know, you know, sisters, come on. Y'all, I know y'all have said the same vibe. Y'all get the same vibe. Y'all do. I know y'all do. Y'all get the same vibe about about man. You know, it's like, eh, nah, I ain't going to pursue that. No, I'm not going to give him the opportunity to pursue me. Um, and I, you know, I'm going to say this and I got to move on. Um, the whole thing about pursuing. It just makes me think, okay, so what are we, animals? I that the whole thing of pursuing, you know, it's like, oh well, girl, he gonna have to pursue me. He got to, um, he got to chase me. Why? Are you an animal? Is he a predator? What? You his prey? I that I don't. I, I know that's not really. How can we say? I know that's not really the terminology that everybody's looking at. Or the way they're looking at it. But I'm just telling you what comes to mind with me. And and I and I, and I really believe the reason why it comes to mind so much like that with me. Is because of the way that women put it out there. Some of the women that I have met. Let me put it that way. Let me make sure I, I clear myself on what I'm saying. Because I don't want to hear the backlash. Um, some of the women. Not all women. That I've encountered. The way that they put it out there like that. You know, it's just the way that it's said, you know, because you could say something that may not be good, but the way you present it, a person ain't going to jump on you about it because they're like, okay, well, I don't like what she said, but I like the way she presented it or he was wrong for that. But the way he presented it was okay. I, oh, all right. You know, type thing. So, and I, I really, I think that's what it is. I think it's, the, I think it's the way that some of the women that I have come across uh, whether it's been directly or indirectly, the way that they have said it, the way that their presentation what got me thinking like, wait a minute, hold on, what are you, 
we're not animals. You're not no prey. You know, you're not no, you're not no prey. I'm not a predator type thing, you know. And I had a friend that said, like, oh, you on a hunt. You on a hunt. I'm like, hold on, what? And I know what she meant, but I'm like, I didn't like it because I'm like, it just made me seem like more like I'm some kind of lion out for a prey. Like I'm out to get somebody to devour somebody. So I'm like, I did, I don't. And then maybe I did read too much into it because I know some of you going to say, oh, no, nah, bro, you just read too much into that. You know, you just, now maybe I did. Okay. Maybe I did. Um, but like I said, that just, and then, you know, I've had, I've had, you know, some women say, or either I had a woman say, and I've heard this said too. Oh, you can't handle me. You can't handle this. You can't handle me. Okay, hold on. Why I got to handle you though? See, that that does a turn off to me because I'm like, why? Because to me, I'm thinking your mentality is like, okay, you, you some kind of animal and I got to be a trainer. Trained to handle you. No. I shouldn't have to handle you. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just it's the way it's presented that kind of just throws me off. Like, wait a minute, what, handle you? I can't even. I'm not even trying to phantom trying to handle you. No, we we're supposed to be flowing together. We're supposed to be as one. You know, the word even says that two comes together as one. I've excused the noise in the background. Um, I'm kind of out on location this weekend, so, you know, I'm kind of out and about. But anyway, um, that, I don't know. I'm just sharing a couple of things that kind of just, you know, that, that, that present that what moment to me. You know what I mean? Like, what? <laughs> you know? So that's just me. You know, I know some of you will probably hear this and you'll be like, and hey, you just, you know, you'll probably have something to say and you're going to respond. So, you know, respond how you're going to respond. But, you know, uh, I'm just speaking my, my, my opinion, what I see from my perspective and, and what I'm getting. Um, truthfully, though, brothers and sisters, is in reading over these scriptures this morning, um, I was thinking to myself, I said, yeah, boy, this is going to be an interesting, <laughs> this is going to be an interesting episode. Um, because you have to be mindful of what you say. And, 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 and I know it sometimes, like I just said, it's not really so much of what you say, it's kind of how you present it. Um, this episode the contents of this episode of anything that may have been said or related or brought forth in this episode was not done so with the intent of lashing out against anyone whether that person or persons be female or male um, it was not put forth as saying that I partake, that I take any particular side or that I feel that anyone is superior or better um this message basically is brought forth for edifying motivating refueling 
and instilling the knowledgeable wisdom of God, truthfully, as it says on that of my page. Um, and the words that are spoken with that, that was not scripture, is still from God, whoever's laid upon my heart to say. And when I say not scripture, meaning that it's not in the it's in the Bible, but it's words that were laid on my heart to speak to you. Bottom line, my brothers and sisters, we're all adults here, and we all are able to discern between uh, what is intended to be bad or put forth to be negative towards someone, uh, or when someone's trying to offend you or not offend you or, or, or whatever. Um, the bottom line is that I'm here to edify you, to lift you up. And I will speak what's on my heart. I will not hold back on that. Um, because if it's laid upon me to speak that of God, I will. Um, but do know that there's some things I have held back because I know that it was not God saying that to me. Um, but with this message, I pray that it's blessful to you. As it has been blessful to me because it, it has helped me to further see that in God's word, he does desire us to have a blessful helpmate. And that it shows in the word on how that woman is to carry and conduct herself, just as it shows in a word how a man is to carry and conduct himself, in that of the affairs of the home and in that of the affairs of uh, whatever it is that he's a, a tied to, in that of the church or in that of you know work or business. And yes, we do fall short of that. And I say we, meaning that I'm not standing and saying, oh, you know, women fall short, and it's women alone that fall short, or it's the brothers alone that fall short. No, we as a collective, as meaning both male and female, as meaning both sisters and brothers and that of the body of Christ, we fall short. And, you know, some of us more than others or, you know, in some areas that others may not. But I, I just believe this, that there should be more unity. And when I say unity, I'm not talking between you know, in a relationship, meaning between the man and the woman, I'm talking about generally between us all as the body of Christ. Meaning that if I see that a brother's falling short in a particular area, I should be able to fellowship with that brother and present to him, make it known to him that, hey, man, you know, I, I was noticing this and I'm not trying to get all up in your business, but I was noticing this. And I just want to say that if you would like to talk about it or if you would like to pray about it together, um, I will pray for you. Yeah, you know, if that's okay, you're all right with that, I will pray for you. But if you would like to come together and pray or if there's something you would like to talk about. And so then what you do is you put it out there. You've given that person an opportunity. And if they say, well, no, I, I'm good, I'm, you know, I'm um I'm handling, you know, I'm taking steps or I'm doing this to do this to do that. And you say, okay, cool, my brother, I will pray for you uh, that everything will work out and that you, you know, will be able to move forward. That's just a matter of just being, of humbling yourself and having compassion. 
and kindness and being considerate of another person, another human being having humanity towards another person. Because, see, I don't care if I'm the best looking brother in the room. I don't care if I got it going on. I don't care if I got this, got that on, this, do that. I should never be so successful that I cannot stop and take time to help a brother. You feel what I'm saying? Because then it's like, at the end of the day, at the end of this lifespan, at the end of this journey, what am I going to look like before God? I might think that I'm going to be all high, that I'm going to be this and that. God's going to honor me and I'm going to be all honorable. God going to be like, what? <laughs> really? Okay, yeah, I get it. You you successful. You was able to get you two, three, four, five, twenty cars. You got you know a big, big house. You know, fifteen car garage, and you know, and all this. And you making such and such and such and such and such and such and such. But you had no compassion, no humanity. You didn't give back. You didn't care about your brother. You know, your brother man, or you. You didn't care about the body of Christ. Let alone anyone that was not a believer. So, how do you think that's going to fare in your judgment? So, bottom line, really what I'm trying to say, my brothers and sisters, is that we at, we really truly need to always be humbling ourselves and, and walk with that of, 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 of meekness. There should always be humbleness in that of our hearts and meekness in that of our minds so that we truly will have an understanding of what we need to be doing. I know that I have some things that other people don't have. I know that I've been able to accomplish stuff that other people... But I, just as much as I know that, I know that there's someone who is better than that. Someone who's accomplished things that I haven't accomplished. Things, people who have taken possession of stuff that I have not. Or they may have the same, but it may be in more, uh, you know, in a more of abundance. I'm not mad at them. Okay, you got what you got. But at the end of the day, my brothers and sisters, when it comes to this right here, the noble, the wife of noble character, or the husband of noble character, we as a body of Christ need to be in unity. Meaning that we should be helping one another. We should be helping one another. I understand that some things are private and that, you know, it's supposed to be between the husband and the wife or, you know, the woman and the man that has come together, you know, in that of a relationship before the eyes of God. And they're have they're not married, but they're on that path to being married. I know there's some things that are sacred in that bond, that, that beginning of bond bondship. And that should not be discussed outside of that. I get that. You know, there's something that you know, should be discussed between them and they need to come to an understanding, they need to you know, come to an agreement. I do understand and I get that and that's true, true, so true, that it should be presented to God and that they, you know, need to pray about it and they need to work it out. But if you see something that's going on with a couple and if you can speak to that couple, if you can speak to that man, that brother, or they can speak to that sister and say, hey, listen, not trying to get all up in your business. But I must be honest with you. I have noticed this. And I just wanted to let you know. Such and such. 
And I just wanted to let you know. I I'm, um, and that's it. Um, I contemplated and I prayed and I prayed about releasing this to you, about even mentioning it. Because I do value as my brother or my sister in Christ. I respect you. And with that respectfulness, that's what really prompted me in my spirit to say something. And you leave it at that. And if they want to talk to you about it, they'll talk to you about it. If they don't, they, they won't. Okay? But don't push it. Leave it alone. Because you still want them to understand, you still want them to be able to know that they can trust you. That they can have faith in you that if they do want to say something to you later down the line that it's, it goes no further than you. If they do say, well, hey, yeah, I, you know, can you pray with me or can you pray for me? That you're praying for them and it goes no further than your prayer time between you and the Heavenly Father. You know, you ain't down the road telling Suzanne and 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 and, and John and Dick and 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 and, and Sybil and Abel and all them down there. You know, you're not blessing and blessing it out in 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 a prayer meeting. You know, you come together for a prayer session with you know a group of people and say, "Oh, you know, I would like to pray for so and so because their marriage is dead." That no, 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 no. You keep. No, you keep that to yourself. That's between you and God and that person. But my brothers and sisters, the the wife of noble character. I just want to say this and I'm about to close. I really received some knowledge from this because like I said it helps me to see that where my thoughts were where my heart is at that I'm not off base and what I mean by that is to 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 know of what I desire that I'm desiring the right thing that I see the right thing and I'm in knowledge of knowing that that's how my wife should be. Or at least be on the verge of being that. Just as I look in the word and see how I should be or at least be on the verge of becoming that. I want to know truthfully right well in that of my heart and my soul. That that what is on my thoughts and on my heart concerning my wife to be. Is what's in alignment in that of the word of God. So, in reading this passage, and as I have presented this content of scriptures to you, I hope and pray that you are getting the confirmation that I am getting. And knowing that you are in alignment in that of your desires of your heart concerning that significant other in your life. That you are in alignment of the word of God. That is nothing you drummed up or fantasized up or imagined up. It's true. It's right. It's in the word of God. So with that being said, my brothers and sisters, let us keep our hope intact. Let it not be dwindled by this worldly society and its ways on and its input on what relationships and marriage and everything should be. 
And let's stand in faithfulness of that of thy Father, thy Heavenly Father, thy God. For as we are released unto him concerning it, that he will not only protect it, but he has already made it so. And it could become a manifestation in your life. Amen. So my brothers and sisters, uh, thank you for taking your time to be in receipt of this message. For more encouragement throughout the week, you can go over to Facebook. We are there as Encouragement Daily Blog. We are on Twitter as Encouragement Daily Blog. IG is the same, Encouragement Daily Blog. Tumblr is the same. And then if you really prefer to be in receiveth of an audio message, uh, if that works a little bit more with your schedule, then don't forget, Anchor.fm is where we're seated and rooted. You know, that's where we bring forth the podcast, Anchor.fm. And we are there as Encouragement Daily Podcast. Once again, that's Anchor.fm, Encouragement Daily Podcast. And my brothers and sisters, some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Proverbs 31, 10 through 31 in the NIV version. Once again, some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Proverbs 31, 10 through 31 in the NIV. Amen. Also, if you desire to reach out to me for any other reason, you know, any reason that it may be uh, that pertains to the message or pertains to this ministry in that of edifying, you know, encouraging, motivating, refueling and bestowing the knowledgeable wisdom of God. You can do so via email. That email is encouragementdailyblog at gmail.com. Once again, that's encouragementdailyblog at gmail.com. Okay? Remember, keep it within the lines of that which I have just spoken of. Anything outside of that, it will be dismissed, you know, deleted, and, you know, if you persist, you will be blocked. It's just that simple. Secondly, uh, if you send me anything that is of time-sensitive nature, where I have to respond to you within a certain time, please make sure that you stress that in your email kindly. And then also, if I have not responded back to you, please send me a follow-up, a very kind follow-up email. Once again, letting me know you know, of that invitation in that time set. And I will respond to you because as I have said in the past, uh, I have more than one project going on. I have more, you know, you know, the one thing that I have on my plate. Uh, and I am currently the only one that checks these emails, that sees these emails. No one else outside of that of me, but God. Uh, so, you know, Please keep that in, in, in remembrance when sending me the emails. Amen. So thank you and God bless you for your time that you've given to be receiveth of this week's message. I pray that it's truly poured into your life with abundance of encouragement and that it will weep a blissful harvest for you. Amen. So enjoy the rest of your day and may the rest of your week be more of the same in that of the Lord. And until next time we come together for encouraging fellowship, keep your head up. And guess what? Don't give up. Amen. I'll catch you later, my brothers and sisters. God bless.